State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Yo 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 Charlemagne the God Peace to the planet is Thursday Yes we got our guest host Stitches with us this morning Stitches and you know in Florida we say yo Nobody's doing it with me I'm by myself Okay one two three Yo Yo did 30 yo's, <laughs> Stitches. That's good. It wasn't hard type of yo. That let, felt right. Let that people right. know who Stitches are, man, for people just joining Stitches us. are? Like I'm 4-5 because I got different voices? It would be Stitches is. Stitches but are. Stitches like, are. Who Stitches is? Stitches is. Let people know who Stitches is. You trying to say I got too many people. You, you do my, got a lot of people in that head, well, boy. You, wow. you, you be changing okay. accents and people. I be, I be about, confused sometimes. Each one get paid, though. How about that? See that? So, Stitches. There you go. <laughs> but Stitches is a radio personality. Of course. From our sister station. Why don't you say sister station? Because no. we're like brother and sister, brothers, okay, siblings, sisters. our family station, our yeah, family station, one zero three five to beat in Miami. Yes, yes. So she is a radio personality, Thank songwriter, you, voiceover actress. I appreciate mm-hmm. that, sir. And and a whole other, but a radio personality, yes. a lot of teens, and an yes. author. 
and Should author. Bell Reader's book. You know, we got to promote literacy. That's right. And lover of the Lord, people, and uh, absolutely doing doing all things that I can. Okay. You do middays at one hundred three five to beat ten a.m. to three p.m. right before the Breakfast Club. So I'm gonna be on. Well, no, shout out to Jay Kiss. She's gonna be holding it down. She's holding it down. And okay. then Papa Keith, and then Bulletproof, and Jay Kiss, and then Mr. Mauricio, and then the host God Logic is there now, mm-hmm. and Tony. You know, I'm name dropping, so people That's shout good. out That's to DJ Ayo. You see how I'm doing. I don't even be thinking about that. I just be, I just be confused about how your voices just be changing. That's you, right. like, you know, can I be honest with you? We've been trying to figure so out lying why. You've been lying no, this whole no. time. Because you want to be honest now? We've been trying to figure out why because, you know, Caribbean family, Haitian folk, mm-hmm. my daddy, he used to hold, like, touch the TV to see if it was too hot when we come home from school if we watched see if it. Was watching it right. Right. Oh, your people did that too? I'm country. I'm from the South, oh, South Carolina all day. I thought mm-hmm. it was just our people mm-hmm. who did that. So it wasn't TV. So we've been trying to figure out, like, why is you how you are? So I credit God for it. Okay. Is that bad? No. no. You should okay. give God glory for all things. Come on. Everything. Except for the bad things. The bad right, things are your right. problem. That's yeah. your choice. That's your poor choice. That's good. That's your poor <laughs> choice. That's your poor choice. Goodness this morning. So what like you do it. yesterday in the city? You was out and about? Shout out to Jerry Wanda, mm-hmm. um, super producer and songwriter, all that. So we went to hit, to Platinum Studios. Your studio? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine and hung out with everybody. He let us hear some music. From whom? Mm. From... Pero no sé, I can't say, I can't say. You You know, Jerry has this thing. He won't even let you, if you're working with him, he won't even let you take a track home. That's smart. You got to write it. Like, you got to come back, write it there. And if he like it, then you can proceed with Mm -hmm. the record. And if he doesn't, you can't proceed with it. But he deserves that. I, as, much I agree. As, he, as much as he produced and right. wrote in this industry and like billions, enough platinum like, hits and come yeah, on. Why, why, why wouldn't you listen to him? A round of applause for Jerry Wanda. Yeah, Can we Jerry do Wanda. that? Drop on the clues bomb for Jerry Wanda. I like that. You're right. And if people who don't know who Jerry Wonder is, he's the uh, producer and writer behind a lot of the Fuji's hits, Wyclef hits, and uh, he did that. Maria, Maria, Shakira, 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 Shakira. No, 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 Beyonce. No, 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 no. Keep going, I'm gonna keep singing. Oh, I know. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. Basically, it's he's a- rich. <laughs> Absolutely, he's rich, ladies. And he's working with kids now, and with the district of Newark, Newark. and yep. like doing a lot of things the other side of Newark. So, cheers to him, mate. Shout out to Jerry one. All right, well, Season this morning on the show, Larry Elder will be joining us. Larry mm-hmm. Elder is a radio host. He's mm-hmm. a tech TV personality. I'm sure you've seen him on Fox News, and he's he's an author, and he's running for president of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a black man too. Uh, people know that now, just in case. <laughs> yeah. just, just point in case. of information. Yeah. That's not because you know when you hear running for president, you sometimes you automatically think there's a, a vision that comes correct. To mind. Yeah, but not okay. no more. I think that's been shattered. Really? Yeah, that got so. Mm-hmm. When you think of president, what instantly comes to mind right now? Right now? Yeah. Uh, uh I don't know. Old and white to me. Not 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 necessarily that though, but I just feel like it's way more diverse than it used to be. I don't I don't think just old white male anymore when I think who runs for president. You know, the Obama, President Obama changed that for me. Hillary Clinton changed that for me. You know, you got people like Nikki Haley running now, Tim Scott running now. Like, I don't know. I just don't think old. That's right. not the first perception that comes to mind. Nah. Yeah, mine is. I, yep. guess, <laughs> I guess because who's been the president in the last. Okay. Makes sense. Oh, white guys. Yeah. Except for Brock. All right. Well, let's All get right. the show cracking. Front nice. page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us. So don't go anywhere. That was supposed to be like a hype song. Yeah. Like, like, oh, anyway. oh, yeah. That's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Stitches with us. Stitches. And let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tesla. 
Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Good morning, beautiful Stitch. Hi, Tess. Hey, how are you? I'm blessed, Charlemagne. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the Fulton County District Attorney wanting the Trump trial to begin right before Super Tuesday. Yeah, I'm surprised when Stitches asked you guys, what do you think of when you think of a president? I'm surprised you didn't say indictments. Ah. Uh, because certainly <laughs> what I'm thinking of nowadays. Let's listen to the report and talk about it on the other side. District Attorney Fonnie Willis has proposed a March 4th trial date in her racketeering case against former President Trump and his co-defendants, creating a possible calendar crunch that's one day before Super Tuesday and weeks before Trump is set to go on trial in Manhattan, all sandwiched between two potential special counsel trials in January and May. Wow. Uh, Yep, they're, they're moving forward with this. Now, you know, critics are saying that uh, they're not going to she's not going to have enough time uh, to uh, take all of those individuals to trial in, in such a short notice. But uh, they do say that the RICO charge includes making false statements, filing false documents and forgeries, impersonating officials, computer breaches and attempts to influence influence witnesses. Uh, she has given uh, the district attorney has given all 19 defendants until August 25th at noon to voluntary surrender and they're expecting to be processed at the Fulton County Jail. Yeah, I don't care when they go to trial, but I will say for everyone who thinks that uh, this is just politically driven and they are only doing this to hurt his chances of winning re-election, this is definitely going to throw fuel on that fire. Yeah, I, agree. Seems, I agree. This seems very uh, calculated to have it right before Super Tuesday. I agree. They're making it very easy for Trump to say, this is, still, this is a witch hunt. The witch hunt continues. Mm -hmm. And they're going to mm -hmm. rally behind him. They continue to rally behind him. I saw some polls mm -hmm. yesterday. It was what forty uh, in, a, in a general re-election. It was forty-seven percent Biden, forty-six percent Trump. So uh, right? Like, what does that say? Yeah. What wow. does that say about President Biden? What does that uh, say about President Trump. Biden? What does that say about the American people? people. <laughs> like, like uh, man, I don't, yeah, it says man. a lot. It's yeah. a lot to unpack with that poll. Yeah, man. I'm looking at NV's face. Mm -hmm. What's on your mind? No, the only, only reason I say that is I, I've always been saying is like you know which which one do people pick, right? Because yeah. a lot of people don't necessarily love Biden. They don't. They feel like he's too fragile. They feel like he's not being a good president, that he's not actually there, mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily want Trump. So it's like you're stuck in between. And I see a lot of people not going out to vote because they're like, you know what? I don't want either one of them. You know, well, I don't have to love Biden or Democrats and I don't have to love uh, Trump or Republicans because I don't love either one of them. But I do see one party uh, still trying to preserve democracy. And mm -hmm. I see another party leaning towards fascism. So to me, that's the easy call. So you leaning more towards democracy? I'm like, of course, of course. I'm like, you know okay. what I mean? Of course, I want to protect democracy. Of course. All right. Well, that is front page news. Tesla, we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Absolutely. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Derek, what's up, MV? Hey, what's up, Trav? Uh, what's up, Char? Peace, sis. What's the word? Uh, who, who's our co-host for today? Big Stitches. <laughs> That's a new one? I'll take it. <laughs> Good morning, sir. How are you? What? I'm doing good. I, I missed your name. What you say? Stitches. Stitches. Oh, okay. What's going on, Stitches? How you, boo? I'm good, boo boo. You blessed? You feeling good? Black, black and honey flavor. Come on now. Black. Come on, sir. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little stressed out, though, y'all. I'm a little stressed out. What's the matter, Chad? No butt struggles. 
I mean, if you might just say that. So I saw this video, and the girlies is out here treating these men different, right? They out here eating butt and buying boots. Man, that was which, 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 what, what you saw, Tara Manning from Orange is the New Black? Yes. Like, how can I compete with that? I can do the first part, but I can't buy no boats. Yeah, she eating butt and buying boats, and the man married. So she a good side chick. Hey, well, no, not if she telling. She ain't say the man's name. All she says, I'm out here eating the married man butt, and I'm about to go buy him a boat, and I hate his wife. God damn. She damn. really did. She really did. Ladies, eating butt and buying boats. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> butt and <laughs> buying boats. That's the energy they on all fall and winter. It ain't all of us. It ain't all of us. We don't want E. coli in us. We don't want that in our mouth. Well, it's over for you, Trap. Yeah, Trap, that's why you single now. You get it? You're right. I can, I can do the first part. I just can afford the boat. Well, step your game up. All right, get, get your money up, Trap. Bye, y'all. All right. Bye, <laughs> Oh, my God. The only thing that you can do is eat butt on a boat. So you got to rent a boat. Or you don't have to. Or you can just be on a boat. Hey, man, he trying to compete. <laughs> or you can just be on a boat. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello? Good morning, Breakfast Club. What up, what up? Good get morning. it off your chest. Hey, how you doing? Um, first of all, Charlamagne, Andy, my name is BU, man. I'm just calling to uh, shed a light. Apartments that you good morning to you as well. I'm just calling to shed a light about these brownies, man, in, in New York City. Brownies? I'm a vendor, man. And, uh, yeah, any guys that like the parking tickets, I'm a vendor, and I do a lot of deliveries, man. And I'm in these stores maybe all of 10, 15 minutes tops. If that. These people write tickets, like, you know, like I'm about to park a truck in a, in a parking spot for hours. I'm only there for 10, 15 minutes. I pay for the parking, but it seems like the time might run out and they'll just write the, like, sit there and write the ticket. Like, no consideration about a working man, man. I think, like, you know, just have some consideration. That's all, man. I'm just trying to set a light on that. That's all. Okay. All right. Hey, yo, before I hang up, Envy. Yes, sir. There you go. There you go. Blow the horn. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I love y'all, bro. Peace, uh, yeah, have a good day. I mean, I, you know, Parking in New York City. I mean, I, I used to think like that all the time. Those talk, those parking agents. It seems like they wait for your your thing, your your media to run out to give you a ticket. I mean, that's but, their job. But yeah. you gotta understand that's their job. Like <laughs> yes. they, you know, that's what they get paid for. They get paid the right tickets and paid to make sure people are parking in the right. That's like place saying and, that's like saying firefighters wait till a fire happens to come put the fire. It's out. too much. Duh. It's but, too but much. It's a little though. different. But like you, you kind of want to give somebody at least a minute. A chance. Like, you know I mean? Grace. No. The elevator grace. might be a little too slow. Or no. Grace. Something a little bit. But a grace period. Hey, I feel like you know, I feel like sometimes they be like on the side just watching you and just ready to give you a ticket. No, you looked at that sign. You know what time you're not supposed to be parking in. You right. You know what I'm saying. You know what time your meter was up. Now you right. Like, grace. You right. I'm here to do my job. <laughs> but them tickets be expensive too. In New York, them tickets like a hundred, hundred. $50. Well, they might get, I don't know if this is true, but they might get a uh, commission. Now that they get they commission. They don't get commission? Well, either way, commission. they just doing their job. So, you know, they, they following the rules, so why don't we? You right. All right. Get it off your Check chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 1051. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name's Tony. Hey, Tony, get it off your chest. Hey, how y'all doing? I just wanted to say I've been listening to y'all for about 13 years. I've been listening to y'all since I was in, uh, like a freshman in high school. Uh-huh. Wow. A long time. It has. Loyalty. I wanted to let y'all know I love you guys. Love you, you too, King. Charlamagne, I just started listening to Brilliant Idiots. It's one thing I just needed to say because uh, I heard Andrew Schultz and 
the other guys there now. Uh, Taylor Swift and Beyonce wasn't even close when it came to uh, tour ticket sales. I just wanted to say that that wasn't true. Beyonce is on her way to uh, being the biggest female tour of all time. That's so not I true. So. That's not true, black that's man. True. I no, that's, that not, that's not true, black man. She's on her way to having the highest grossing R&B tour of all time. No, they said female no. artist of all time. Well, I, I haven't seen that. You know, last time last time I checked, they said she was gonna make five hundred million plus total in her tour, and Taylor Swift was on track to make one point four billion. billion. Yeah. Taylor's already crossed four hundred million with like twenty thirty shows or something like that. But then I did read okay. a New York Times article that said Beyonce might eclipse the one point four billion by October. I don't know what's true and what's not, but right now it's Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay, maybe they should have said black female artists in that case. Though. They did. You just so read. You didn't read that part. You missed that part. It's not right. It's Hello, who's this? Um, this is Reese. Hey, um, Reese. What up, Doe? Get it off your chest. What's going on? Hey, Sasha. Hey, Shout out WJLB out there. What's up? Yeah. So I gotta get some stuff off my chest. I'm kind of frustrated because ten years ago. My identity was stolen, and oh. somebody used my name to cash uh, fraudulent checks. And because our justice system is just so great, um, I actually suffered the consequences from that. And 10 years later, I'm still suffering the consequences from it. Damn, I feel like stitches can relate. Man, I, I, I say a special prayer for you because I went through that in college. Really? I had no credit. And then I received some mail from Fifth at Fourth Avenue. I don't even know what Fourth Avenue is. I looked into my credit, baby. I had twelve pages of people using my credit, buying houses, steal, going to burlesque, burlesque clubs, and it did take some some relief for you. It did take me a while, but I had to stay diligent on it, and I got people to help me. So it sounds like if somebody bought a house, that'd be easy to find. No, I got the police involved. It, it got to the point where I I I'm hoping this encourages you. I got to the point where I had to put it down because it was so stressful, mm -hmm. and I was in school at the time. But I had to really pick it back up and get people to help me to clear it out. So right now I am clear. So it can happen. It's going to clear up. But just stay active and stay on it and just try to find people to help you with it. So I pray it gets cleared up and you can get whatever it is that you need, mama. Thank you so much. You're I need welcome. that. No, peace. Right. What we say this morning, it's going to be a peaceful. That's right. It's peaceful. Have a good morning, mama. Get it off your chest. Too, I just want to say, this is this, this why I just be talking about when I say people just don't be reading. Beyonce like, tops I, the list of all-time highest. Feeling. Girls sing black artists with Renaissance tour. Yes? That's what that's what he, he said, that they should have said that. I'm like, they did say that. He's, he people missed. don't read all the way sometimes. I, but this is the headline. Like, oh. <laughs> the, the headline Maybe is Beyonce tops the list of all-time highest grossing black artists well, he didn't with read Renaissance the whole headline. tour. He just Right. Beyonce top. That's you know how they right. have the clip of right. the article and yeah, it's not the full. Beyonce top. That's all he might that's be right. right. You probably didn't. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Yeah. Susan? So the, um, what happens when you're on a plane with Beanie Man? You might get a free concert from him. And why Doja Cat feels relieved because she doesn't have that many followers anymore. We'll okay. talk about it. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, 
a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. Along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Are you calling my Lord and Savior? Amen. Amen. I don't have a problem with you calling my Lord and Savior, but why are you just screaming my Lord and Ain't Savior? Ain't this the man? second scissor song in the hour? No, it's the same scissor song in the hour. Did we play this? <laughs> I don't, all I ever hear is this song. No, nah, this ain't. <laughs> what do you mean, this second scissor song? We've been playing this song for a year. Right? No, we just played two scissor songs this hour. <laughs> I, I, all I ever hear is this one. There was another. This is the one that. What's this one? What is this? There's Snooze. This there's, is Snooze. What's your shirt? Shirt, shirt, their shirt. There's we, another one. All I know is the same damn song. We okay. just played both of them. <laughs> what are you trying to say? That's what I was going to ask. You never see 
two artists in the same. Well, yeah, yeah Drake all the time. Really? Jesus. All right. All right. How we feel? Amen. Well, salute to Sism. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's go. Stitches is here. <laughs> This is the rumor report. For your girl, Stitches. On the Breakfast Club. Blessed, black, Bless and highly favored. I guess you could say the best content. Can I do some for what we do back home? Okay, well, Ta- Taylor okay. working on her vacation. Taylor, oh, Taylor made it from, from Florida? <laughs> I guess they Taylor made it, man. Oh, shout, shout out to Taylor. Taylor, I'm going to take two seconds out and salute you. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed yourself out there. Thank you, Taylor. Go all ahead, right. Taylor. <laughs> okay, Taylor. Let's get into this. Shout out to all of my Caribbean masses. So, boop, boop, boop. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, no? Too much? I, I don't know. Too far. We're going to have Caribbean masses. But right. boop, boop, boop. That's who. Okay. All right. So Beanie Man <laughs> hosts a brief in-flight concert uh, on the way to the Bahamas. I love this story because if you haven't seen this on social media, it's going viral now. In the viral video, Beanie Man can be seen standing in the aisle of the packed flight singing the melodies to his 1997 hit song, Roll Me. Oh, nobody going to sing it with me. You sound like you were shouting out Roll Timmy. Roll Timmy. I didn't know you were singing the song. I was like, oh, Roll Timmy got a red and shot up. We know the melody. So before allowing the passengers to sing the rest of the hook, uh, this was played by at Jess Lee Ann underscore. She captured the moment and it was POV. You're stuck in the Bahamas on your stopover and Beanie Man is on your flight. Do we have some audio, Eddie? Who got the keys to my bima? Who am I? The girl that shot. Now, wait, it was the ending for me, though, because he stopped and went right back up the first class. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now, now, is it true that there's a Sim Sima challenge on TikTok? Probably is now. I saw the cast of Jersey Shore doing that. I didn't know if that was something that they was just doing sure. or if that's a thing thing. I don't know. But if you ever get a chance to meet Beanie Man, he's one of the, the nicest and, and, coolest. and coolest people that you'll, you'll ever meet. Uh, He's just, he's just a good dude. Shout out to Beanie, man. I haven't That's seen him in a while. Beanie, I got to call him later today. I haven't spoke to him in a minute. I love it. And you, if you want to see how uh, Envy was dancing to, to that, I'll post it on uh, my I've been getting busy. At S-T-I-C-H-I-Z Stitches. Check it out right you now. My, my wife is Jamaican, but you know, she, oh, not, yeah. she, she didn't teach me how to none of dance. She I just I just be learning on my Your own. Your wife is you Jamaican, but her husband is white. That's what I, I thought he was Spanish. You're not Spanish. I am not Spanish. I'm not white. People starting to believe white y'all. Latino. You got to stop it. White Latina. I'm not, not a white. wrong with it. I'm, I'm black. I'm black. Okay. All right. Capital B. I'll accept that. Oh, okay. So next up, this is um, Doja Cat. So we know things have been uh, going on on social media and, you know, fans have not been too happy with her so much so that eight close to 800,000 fans have um, left her social media. So Doja Cat says she feels free after losing followers over a recent argument with fans so she says that she feels free um after hundreds of thousands have unfollowed her because she can now really be herself and the real ones are going to stay with her i think we have some audio you're an idiot i don't care if you like my music or not there's a lot of people i don't like who i listen to their music and and there's a lot of people i don't know that i listen to their music and if i knew them i probably wouldn't like them. I listen to a lot of music. And there's no way I would be best friends with every person that I listen to their music. Do you understand? Like, not trying to be, like, aggressive towards you, but, like, I am because I'm upset with you. But, like, do you understand what I'm saying? 
amongst all the anger. Like, you're such a f***ing idiot. I'm not your friend. <laughs> Well, all right then. She's talking um, to our followers. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, well, eight hundred thousand, nearly eight hundred thousand said, "Well, all right," and they, they wow, pretty much not. left. Well, she's absolutely correct. You know, what I'm saying you got to choose who chooses you. People focus too much on who don't rock with them mm-hmm. instead of focusing on all the people who do. And most of the people on social media, they're not real supporters anyway. They just nosy. Like, but you really don't hear artists coming out and saying that against. Whatever fans, whether you're a real one or day mm-hmm. one, you yeah. don't typically I, say that. I think it's Doja's just... always been like that, though. And Doja gets busy. That's one thing about, you know, you usually hear this with artists that are not nice and they're upset because somebody critiqued their music, but right. Doja gets busy. I love Doja Cat music and I don't busy. follow her. So what does that say? You know what I mean? So, well, true. Yeah, right, I, 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 I don't follow her either. That proves but, my point. Like, those are probably 800,000 people you should have probably blocked anyway. But That's I right. don't know because I, I haven't seen that kind of attitude with her towards her fans in the beginning. Mm-mm. So I, I saw a bit of a shift. I don't know exactly. I don't know if it was after the Grammys. But you know. Was it? I don't know. But you know, she says that the people don't know her. She don't know them either. So why are you so upset? Like, there's no way I'm going to get on my phone and yell at my screen at a bunch of people that I don't even really know. Well, maybe now we won't see her yelling because she she feels like she has the real fans Fans, that are riding with her. So let's see uh, how that goes. And I I don't ever see that translate into record sales or anything. You know what I mean? Exactly. People be having hundreds of millions of followers and be putting out albums that sell 10,000 copies, 100,000 copies. Like, Mm-hmm. No, those are just nosy people on social media. Trying to see what you got going on. That's but I, but right. I do hope she's okay. I hope Doja is well. So now let's talk about this. Sean Diddy Combs announces the inaugural Revolt World. Yes, the festival is going on September 22nd through the 24th. It's featuring Young Miami, of course. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the City Girls, Moneybag Yo, Jeezy, Juvenile. The list goes on and it all happens in Atlanta. So the theme, they're going to be utilizing We Are Hip Hop. So mm. shout out to Revolt World. Are you guys... I think you. Uh, I got asked to go, but you know that's the same weekend as the IHOP festival. Yes, so I was already booked. Yeah, yeah so that, that's the revolt, and that's the same as the revolt music festival that they used to do every year, right? Yeah, they just changed the name. Yeah, revolt world. So this is happening in Atlanta, Georgia, like you said during mm-hmm. our iHeartRadio music festival. Lil Durk and everybody's gonna be there. So Lil it Durk, be cool. Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Who else gonna be there? Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Who else we got there? Oh, we got Hello. TLC. TLC, mm-hmm. Miguel. Yes. Miguel. Yes. Did we say Travis Scott? Uh, sure. Did we say Travis Scott? Lil Wayne? I can't remember. Did we say Lenny Kravitz is going to be there? Don't give me the line. I do remember Lenny Kravitz and Can I tell you my favorite part, though, from our iHeartRadio Music Festival? What's that? I really get excited for this festival like because I love how... And shout out to Revolt, not to try to take away from them, but since we're on this one. When it's like the musical artists coming together and collaborating like you've never really seen before, but when it was Usher... And breezy, like they were dance battling, and they literally had their shoes on fire. Y'all don't remember that? I don't, remember that. I, I don't, I don't remember that one either. I haven't been in some years though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We haven't been in. Yeah, a while, I haven't been though. in about four years. I don't. They had too many black artists in four years. So it we, is the we, blackest, it's blackest, ever been. blackest oh. it's ever been. So and, we got to rep. And that's my right. last two children were, were literally born. Uh, the same time yeah so, so I'm going with y'all I'm just putting my name in the hat okay. yeah, we uh, going this is the, yeah, black, it's the blackest it's iHeart festival been that I, in the 13 years I've been working at iHeart this is the blackest iHeart festival been <laughs> Facts. so I'm going to have my black ass there this year <laughs> that's, I'm happy to see you there mm-hmm. oh, that and, is and, your and, room and you got? can't get any uh, public enemy how you, how we forget oh, public, public enemy, public enemy. How we forget public enemy? LL Cool J, we said too, right? We said all the names. So you, since you got the official list, well, now Kelly this, Clarkson. This list ain't got everybody. This list got a little bit of everybody. I just want the black list. Kelly's but if, not Kelly's not black. That's what, what I said. They said Foo Fighters, Fallout Boy, Kelly Clarkson, not black, not Kane black, Brown, not black. 
Uh, Lil I like Wayne, Kane Brown though. Kane. Lenny Kravitz, Miguel, Public Enemy, Sheryl Crow. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw is what? Kane Brown Black, right? Yeah, Kane Brown country is black. artist. Okay, yeah. Kane Brown. Drop on the clues for Kane Brown. No, my music. <laughs> Tim McGraw. TLC. TLC Black. 30 Seconds to Mars. Not black. I like them, though. All good groups, though. Yeah, and then yeah. it said, and more. It's going to be good. Lil Wayne. And you never know Travis who's going to bring who. Lil Durk. Mm-hmm. They are definitely going to be there. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. Yes. All right. All right. But, All right. but up next, front page news. <laughs> and then we got a special guest. Larry Elder will be joining us. He's running for president 2024. And uh, he's black as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like We're that, man? He's black. He's black. All right. He's definitely black. All right. I'm black too, right? Yes. Okay. I'm black too, right? No. I was trying to set you up. I tried. <laughs> Just the breakfast poker board. Good morning, everybody. It's TJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Stitches with us. Stitches, thank you. And let's get in some front page news. What up, Teslin Figaro? Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Stitches. Hi. Good morning, Charlemagne the Guy. Peace, Tez. Hey, Tez. We'll see you at Carnival in October, right? In Miami. She really put me on the record. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I will be there in October in the, Miami. Mackenzie, you heard that? Mark McKenzie, he heard that. Thank oh. you, Tess. All right, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about this Texas woman arrested and charged with threatening federal judge overseeing Trump's election case. They taking it serious, huh? Yeah, they're taking it serious and more uh, political arrest news, which seems to be every day. Uh, a Texas woman was detained Wednesday after she was arrested and charged with threatening the federal judge, uh, like we mentioned, that is uh, presiding over Donald Trump's case. A 43-year-old Abigail Shrive faces a charge of transmitting a threat to injure a person via, inter- via interstate commerce. The affidavit said that she called the judge's chamber and said, hey, you stupid slave. Uh, she called her the N-word. She also said, you're in our sights. We want to kill you. If Trump doesn't get elected in 2024, we're coming to kill you. So tread lightly, B-word. She said you'll be targeted publicly, personally, and your family, everybody. She also went on to uh, make a threat to Representative uh, Sheila Jackson Lee. She's running for mayor in Texas. We know her as the congresswoman. And made some threats to the LGBTQ community. And she, when they talked to her, she said, well, you know, I had no intentions of carrying it out. But she did admit to making the threat. Yeah, when I hear stuff like that, it's just a reminder of why... uh Trump still polls so high. Yeah. And it reminds me that a lot of Trump supporters must be high. Because why do people think they can play with government officials like that when it comes to threatening violence? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, because the, the now the report says it was uh, transmitting a threat to injure a person. And I looked that up. That carries five years, but there's far more, you know, that they could charge her with one terroristic threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are, when you threaten a public servant, a judge with any intent to harm, uh, you also can get a retaliation charge, mm-hmm. uh, a obstruction of justice charge, harassment, mm-hmm. stalking. I mean, it goes on and on. The judge is the last person uh, you want to make a threat. So yeah. we'll be watching to see what that happens with that. Because you got to go in front of a judge <laughs> after right. making threats to a judge. Yeah, it makes and no I don't, sense. I don't care if you black, white, whatever. I feel like a judge is going to be like, oh, no, because they, they, somebody might play with me like yes. that, too. So let me make an example. Right. Judge is going to ride with a judge. But that shows think. the boldness and entitlement of somebody to yeah. feel like yeah. you can speak in that way or manner to an official and somebody who has the ability to put you away. Right. And, and I wonder, a certain type of boldness. And well, yeah, to that point, I wonder how much uh, race played a, a role in that, too. The fact that she was a, a, a black woman judge. Of course. You know? Well, the yeah. name calling Maybe, you know, kind of calling her the n-word yeah. kind of solidifies that i guess and calling her a stupid slave that's, Mine, right. yep. that's clutch my pearls i ain't even got them on what? 
Now, let's also jump into the uh, Fed's indict fundraiser for uh, Representative George Santos. Now, what happened yeah, with that again, case? Again, a more political uh, indictment and arrest news and fraud news. A man who was a paid campaign staffer for Representative George Santos, uh, he was indicted on a federal criminal charge uh, pretending to be the House Speaker uh, Kevin McCarthy's uh, top aide. Lord, uh, he's, he's 27-year-old Samuel Neely. And he admitted to Representative Santos that he likes to fake his identity to big donors. He actually said that there's high risk uh, and high reward in everything that he does. So, again, he told Representative Santos that he was actually doing this. And not only did he do do that, he also got a 15 percent commission, uh, took money of everything that he brought in as well. Uh, he raised money for him in 2020 and 2022. So he's been charged with four counts of wire fraud and one count of aggravated identity theft uh, in the six page indictment. Now, his arrest comes three months after uh, his boss was also charged with fraud, theft, money laundering and making false statements. So that's the U.S. Congress, folks. People don't even like Kevin McCarthy. You couldn't pick an elected official that people actually <laughs> like. I feel like it would be hard to raise money saying you down with Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> well, not in the Republican world so maybe I, that's yeah maybe i feel like they don't like him that much either you know i guess what I mean? that's true i don't know well it didn't it didn't work it look it didn't work it didn't work out too well so he'll be raising money on what they call commissary well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a fact what? all right well that is front page news yeah tez is uh gonna be sticking around because we got uh larry elder Coming in next. next, Larry Elder is a radio personality, mm-hmm. TV personality, a New York Times bestselling author. You've seen him on Fox News, I'm sure. And he's running to be president of the United States of America. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so Ted will be sticking around for that. All right, so don't go anywhere. Don't move. Larry Elder, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Teslin Figaro with us. And we got a special guest in the building. 2024 Republican presidential candidate, Larry Elder. Welcome, brother. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor. How are you feeling? I feel good. He, he does more than that, though. I mean, he's a radio host. Maybe. Radio host for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Author, TV uh, author, author, host. New York Times bestselling list. Uh, I've got a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Corner of Hollywood and Vine. Southeast Corner, just saying. Okay. I didn't know and, you had a star uh, in Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, man. yeah about handful of radio guys do and I'm one of them yeah I think it's you Elvis Duran Angie Howard Martinez. Stern yeah. Big Boy oh, Ar- Angie, Ar- Angie, Angie Martinez a guy named Arthur Godfrey okay yeah. so now, let's jump right into it why are you running for president well I'm running as an America First mega guy and we have an America First mega guy running obviously uh, so the question is what do you bring to the table you say MAGA MAGA okay and the answer is I bring a lot of issues to the table that I feel our side is not talking enough about if at all For example, the number one social problem in America by far is the epidemic, not of COVID, but of fatherlessness. 70% of black kids today enter the world without a father in the home, married to the mother, up from 25% back in 1965. Now, 25% of white kids enter the world today without a father in the home, married to the mother. And the stats are clear. Even Barack Obama once cited them. If you're raised without a dad, you're five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up in jail. What's happened? In the mid-60s, with, I think, the best of intentions, a Democrat named Lyndon Johnson launched what he called the War on Poverty. And since then, we have incentivized women to marry the government and incentivized men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. 87% of blacks lived under the poverty line. Now it's about 14%. You can't blame it on poverty. You can't blame it on racism. It is the breakdown of the nuclear intact family, and neither side is talking about it. The left doesn't talk about it because they caused it with the welfare state, and our side does not talk about it because if you're white, 
You'll be accused of dissing single moms who are heroically raising these kids, or you'll be accused of being a racist, or if you're black, you'll be accused, as I was by the LA Times, of being the black face of white supremacy. Nobody's talking about that. I am. Let me ask you a question. What do white people do wrong? What do you mean, what do white people do wrong? I'm not worried about white people. I'm worried about what, 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 what's going on with us. But if, there, if, there's, if there's systemic racism in this country, which I, we know I, it I, is. No, no I, I don't say there is. You say there is. I don't believe that. Oh, you don't believe this? No, there racism? used to be, obviously. Well, it seems to me, rather than deal with, with what's going on, the pathology that's going on in the inner city, mm-hmm. you want to blame, you want me to talk about how bad white people are, which I don't think is a particularly productive thing to do. I'm talking there's a cause and effect, but you know, if we can't talk about the cause, which I believe is systemic racism and white supremacy, the FBI said... Well, I just told you, if it's systemic racism, please explain to me how it was when Americans, America really had systemic racism in 1940. 87% of blacks lived under the poverty line. Again, this is during uh, Jim Crow era. My father is from Athens, Georgia, grew up in Jim Crow. My mom is from Huntsville, Alabama, grew up in Jim Crow. 87 percent of blacks live below the poverty line. This is before Brown versus Board of Education. Probably you did, you did no not choice. find you did not find these kind of black on black crime. Probably because we had no. But they still were living the, below the poverty line, though, sir. I'm sorry. You're forgetting the fact that they they were still living below the poverty line. You're picking and choosing, saying this was good, but this was bad. Okay. The bottom line, they end between the poverty line. But let's move forward. Well, on well let me. Can I, can I just add, can I address that? In 1940, 87 percent of blacks lived under the poverty line. 1960, mm-hmm. that number had fallen to 47 percent. That's a 40 point drop in 20 years. That's a greatest 20-year period of economic expansion for black people in the history of America. Again, well before Brown versus Board of Education, well before the KKK imploded, uh, well before we had race-based preferences. Why? Because it was rare for a black kid to be raised in a, in a family without a father in the home, uh, a strong belief in Judeo-Christian values, a belief in patriotism, even as America wasn't applying these values to black people, obviously, uh, and a belief in entrepreneurship. All those things are now under assault by organizations like Black Lives Matter. Charlemagne, Black Lives Matter had on their website an attack on the nuclear family. Uh, the founders are self-described Marxists, trained Marxists. Marx wanted to dethrone God, was an atheist, and Marx did not believe in capitalism, uh, let alone entrepreneurship. All the things that made black people still survive in virulent racism are now under attack by organizations like Black Lives Matter. All of those things have always been under attack by white supremacy. You can go back to things like whether it's the Tulsa race massacres. Like every time black people do create these systems that are our systems and we are the entrepreneurs. It seems like white supremacy finds a way to destroy Every every time, look, the Tulsa massacre, within about five years, that whole area was rebuilt. Uh, It was not even called the the Black Wall Street until after it was rebuilt. It was rebuilt, by the way, by black people without one dime of government money. Who destroyed it to begin with? It was racists who destroyed it. No question about it. We've had had race riots. So so have Japanese. So 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 you do agree that there's racism? I'm just so confused. I I never even came close to saying... I never came close close to saying there was no racism. You just said you don't think it's systemic racism. Not anymore. Obviously there was. We had something called slavery. We had something called Jim Crow. But that was a system that destroyed black Wall Street. It's the same system right now that's not even wanting to pay those same living descendants because I know your position on reparations but those same living descendants of Black Wall Street okay. and then you move and then you go on to say that this the system the quote unquote system is also trying to destroy President Trump so I'm just so confused on do you believe that the system can destroy or not you you pick and choose sir and that's what's so confusing to me you just said it wasn't racism now it is racism when, I, it, when it was time I said, to build I said, it back I said it wasn't, there was no racism I said so it wasn't confused. systemic racism let's talk about uh, so what uh, are you, are you wait, just wait, hung can up I, on can the can I, can I can I can I can I just make this make this point, Charlemagne, please? Uh, let's take Chinese Americans. Uh, Chinese Americans were the first ethnic group to be excluded with an immigration act in the late 1800s. 
they had riots against Chinese uh, in L.A., in San Francisco. There were laws that prevented Chinese Americans from participating in the laundry business. Uh, I'm in California. California, of course, rounded up Japanese Americans during World War II. There were laws that prevented Japanese Americans from owning farmland. The average Japanese American household has a higher per capita income than the average white household. The average Chinese American household has a higher per capita income than the average white household. How does that happen? It happens because of a strong belief in family. It is rare for a Chinese American or a Japanese American kid to have uh, to have a child outside of wedlock and a strong belief in education and a strong belief in entrepreneurship. These are the kinds of qualities that make people you successful. Can't, you can't blame everything on, on having a fatherless family, right? Because I didn't say blaming everything. I know, but, but that's what you're saying. You're saying a strong community. You, but no, you, you said that's what I just Asian said. Community. I didn't say but that. You talk about the Asian community. Asian community, it's easy for them to get loans for entrepreneurships. It's easy for them to get loans for houses. It's harder for our community to get, to get loans, right? And not just because of poor credit scores. It's because of, of where the areas are. You talked about the Asian community. A lot of the Asian community have their own banks and they're able to process and get their own banks. There's not too many African-American branches that are able to give out money. So that's one. Then let's talk about getting grants for schools. They're not even giving grants for schools at the rate that they're giving grants for white people. And let's talk about when they talk about entrepreneurship. They are giving so much money to these white and Asian kids and Asian people doing it and a, a thousand times less than our community. Will yeah, you agree to any of that? No, no, I don't. I don't agree with virtually any of what you, any, any of what you just now said. The, the turndown rate for a white applicant for a mortgage is higher than the turndown rate for a Japanese or Chinese applicant for a mortgage. Now, are you telling me that banks are discriminating against whites and in favor of Asian Americans? It's because their credit scores are better. They often live below their means. They save more, even when they're making the same amount of money than black people do. If you have poor credit score, you're not going to get a loan. Period. End of statement. Even the head of Urban League, a black man once said that. If you have poor credit score, you're not going to get a loan. Period. End of statement. All right. We got more with Larry Elder when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Of course, we have Teslin Figaro with us, and we're kicking it with Larry Elder. Charlemagne? Let me ask you a question, uh, yeah. Mr. Elder. Uh, Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and I'm pretty sure everybody who just caught a Rico with him in Georgia, they all had fathers, and they still ended up in jail. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody said well, no, Nobody said if you have a father, you won't go to jail. Uh, nobody said if you didn't uh, have a father, you were going to jail. Okay. My father never knew his biological father. He got thrown out of the house when he was eight, when he was 13 years old. Eighth grade dropout, Jim Crow South, Athens, Georgia. Uh, fast forward, my dad cleaned toilets, two full-time jobs cleaning toilets when I was growing up. Went to night school to get his GED, and then after that, he went to night school to learn how to operate a small restaurant. Uh, age of 47, my dad saves his nickels and dimes from his job, starts a small restaurant near downtown L.A. Fast forward, he retires in his 80s. He owned that restaurant. He owned property next door, plus the house that's still in our family. Not too shabby for somebody who did not know his biological father. It's not a death sentence. You still have choices. It's just much, much more difficult to raise a child on your own. Even Tupac Shakur said, I know for a fact... Tupac. Tupac, excuse me. I know for I know for a fact, uh, had I had a father, I would have been more confident. I would have been more disciplined. End of quote. Well, how did all those white men end up in jail when they still had fathers? The Trumps and the Giuliani. I'm just asking, asking the question. How did they end up in jail? Because, uh, because, because, because some people commit crimes. So you do believe that Trump, Giuliani, them, they committed a crime? I don't know. But you just said some people commit crime. I right? said some people committed a crime. I didn't say Donald Trump committed a crime. If you ask me specifically whether I believe Donald Trump committed a crime, no, I don't. I, I don't. specifically about those people and why they ended up in jail. They, they all got fathers. Well, Donald Trump is not in jail. Oh, he got indicted. Yeah, he got indicted. That's, 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 that's a far cry from being in jail. Mm. But what's your thoughts with, with, with Florida? Is, is, and you see that uh, they're trying to take our history out of these history books and not trying to teach our history. What's, what's your thoughts? I, I find it interesting that the Democrats are the ones complaining about Florida. This is a party of slavery, party of Jim Crow, the party of the KKK, the party of the Southern Manifesto, the, 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 the party of, uh, of Dred Scott. 
the party that I said earlier destroyed the nuclear intact family and the party that is opposing school choice. And now they want to lecture Florida on um, making sure the proper history of, of slavery is taught. I don't I don't know anybody who's defending slavery. Anybody. Not not well, Ron not, not Ron DeSantis. Like, he's Ron not defending. People, people benefited from slavery. Actually, you're talking about one well, line. Actually, actually, you're talking about actually, one line in about 127 pages of of uh, of, <clears throat> of uh, the study. And it is a line that was repeated almost verbatim in the associated uh, uh, in the advanced placement African American course that the uh, DeSantis administration refused to use because of all of the sexual stuff that was in it. It's basically the well, same sir. thing that was in the advanced placement African American courses. And now, oh, wow. because it's in that, all of a sudden uh, the the uh, governor is accused of somehow defending slavery. He's not doing anything of the sort. What did you think about well, that? Well, sir, line? you you were actually one that defended slavery uh, in your comments. You said that, like it or not, slavery was legal. It in was. response to reparations. So it, it's you that was defending slavery, correct? Uh, defending it and saying that it's illegal are two very different things. Slavery, well, was, sla- well, slavery, a, slavery, was, slavery, slavery, unfor- slavery, unfortunately. Well, that was your response. Slavery, that was your response into if reparations should, if reparations well, I, should happen. So let, your let, response I, to that was, like it or not, slavery was legal. And one would think that that was a defense on those who well, were Well, you would think it was a defense, but, yeah, but, but, it, but it is not a defense. Unfortunately, slavery has been part and parcel of human history from the very beginning. Asians enslaved Asians, whites enslaved whites, blacks enslaved blacks, Native Americans enslaved Native, Native Americans. This is a culture, the Western civilization, that had a revulsion against. It. We had a civil war against it. Uh, and we ought to applaud ourselves for doing something about this. Uh, this is a flawed country. It's moving forward. Uh, it's becoming more perfect all the time. Today, if you are uh, born and raised in America, if you finish high school, presumably one where you can read, write, and compute at grade level, which is why I support school choice, don't have a kid before you're 20, get married first, get a job, keep a job, don't quit it until you get another job, and avoid the criminal justice system, you will not be poor. And if you don't follow that formula, there's a good chance you will be. Larry Elder, why would somebody from our community vote for you, or why should they vote for you? Why should a black person vote for you because i'm telling the truth and the truth oftentimes it's unpleasant uh, it's not pleasant for me to be called the black face of white supremacy as the la times did it's not pleasant for me to be accused of being anti-black as tavis smiley once called me because i i don't support reparations by the way barack obama never supported reparations nobody called him anti-black we need to talk about what's going on what's going on is the breakdown of the family and most of the things we complain about downstream whether it's crime or whether it's bad schools the genesis is the breakdown of the nuclear intact family and we don't talk enough about it do you agree that our community is hit hard with a lot of things that you just said, whether it is racism, whether it is getting loans, whether nope. it is getting entrepreneurship, whether it is education, whether it is all those things, you do understand that and agree with I, that. I, right? I do, but much of it is either self-inflicted or because of policies that we have supported, Democrats that we have supported. I wrote a book called, it's coming out in uh, in October, it's called As Goes California, My Mission to Rescue the Golden State and Save a Nation. It's about the one-party rule in California. California has super majorities of Democrats in the Senate and in the House. And as a result, our schools are working... Are near the bottom. People are leaving California for the very first time. We have the highest uh, state income tax in the country. The average price of a home in California costs 175% above the national average, all because of these left-wing policies that are hurting the very people, black and brown people living in the inner city, that people on the left claim that they care about. Mr. Elder, uh, I, I know a lot of black conservatives, and, and I completely agree about the black family. I, I don't think anybody here objects to that. Don't I disagree just, about that at all. I, I think when you talk about ideology and then you mix in parties and then personalities, it gets kind of confusing. 
And, you know, you mentioned yourself not to moan and groan, you know, that as long as you work hard, all is well. And I think where the conflict is coming in is you did moan and groan about how the Republicans treated you. You did moan and groan about Governor Newsom and, uh, you know, asking for a recall. You did not leave that up to the voters. Yeah. One moment you're complaining about the system and the next minute you're saying the system is, is fair. The next minute you're saying it's not fair. So that's what I'm saying. There just seems to be a double standard on you and the system not wanting to be accountable for a system that do, black do people I, are not do, in charge of, by do the I, way, do I, of not wanting to hold both sides accountable when it comes to the system. Do I believe Hillary was treated differently and Joe Biden treated differently than Donald Trump is being treated? Yes, I do. Is that an indictment about whether or not America is systemically racist? No, it is not. Those are two, two, totally two different, different, two different things. things. Yes, you're, yes, you're trying are. to merge the two, but they're two totally different things. I agree with you. The but two different things. No, no, we're agreeing. We're agreeing the two different things. We're agreeing. No, we're agreeing the two different things. We're not agreeing that there's not systematic racism because we're not in charge of the system, sir. In case you okay, okay, all right, all right. Can we? Can we? Black people have never been in charge of any system. We're not actually. Actually, we have been. Take Baltimore. No, no, we've never been in charge. May I finish? Any? No. Tell me what financial system are black people in okay, charge of? Let, let's what health care system are black people in charge of? What government system are black people I'm, I'm in charge I'm about of? Ready to tell what you. prison system are back, I'm, no, I'm, black I'm, people I'm in charge of? I'm about ready to tell you. I'm not talking about mayors. I already know that talk, talking point, sir. I go on Fox News all the time as well. So let's not let's not go there with that. I said, what system have we created? Goodness. Have we implemented that we have been in charge of? Name one. Is this why you don't like talking to black women, Larry Elder? Wow. Um, Baltimore, <laughs> uh, Freddie Gray, a few years no, no, ago. No, 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 that's mayors. I'm not talking. I said system. Oh, so you're saying, you're, you're, you're basically saying that they're just so, they're black faces that are still in correct. those positions, so, but they're so, still correct. being part Similar of the system. Correct. Similar to you, Mr. So, Elder, so, you're so, a black face in, in a position in the conservative movement. They're they're just the same. They're just on the other side. I'm talking about. So then, so then, so then, so then, when Martin Luther King said in 1966, I believe there could be a black president uh, in about 40 years' time, then it really doesn't matter whether there's one or isn't. No, it, yeah, nothing changes. He was naive. He was naive then. Well, the, well, we know that the FBI and the CIA also killed him. That system, you realize that, correct? Wow. An individual killed him. Right. That was also part of Crow Hotel through the system. Cointel. Correct? Yeah. Uh, not correct. Cointel Pro. N not, not correct. He was so killed. So the FBI didn't have anything to do with it? The CIA didn't have anything to do with yeah, it? Yeah, Hoover was definitely on Martin's ass. Like, come on. I, di I didn't say he wasn't. Oh. Uh, Robert Kennedy is the one that approved the wiretaps. But to say that the FBI killed him? I mean, what's your evidence of that? Oh, no. I, yeah, that, that's, I, I, that's a pretty I, serious I, I, I charge. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Pretty serious charge. Yeah. Don't move. We got more with Larry Elder when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. 
In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Of course, we have Teslin Figaro with us, and we're kicking it with Larry Elder. Charlemagne? You think members of your party are leaning toward fascism? <laughs> Define fascism. Authoritarianism. Define fascism. I mean, the rejection of democracy, the rule of law, and equal rights under the law in favor of a, a strong man, Donald Trump, who interprets the popular will. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, fascism is when the government allows you to own means of production. The government tells you what to do. Frankly, technically, people like Barack Obama are fascists. That is to say, these are left-wing people telling you how to run your business, telling you what to sell, telling you what you can't sell. For example, in California, we have a governor named Gavin Newsom who recently said by the year 2035, no more sale of new gas-powered cars. How dare you? Most people don't want an EV. They like their own gasoline-powered cars, but now you're telling car dealerships they can't even sell them? What do you call that? Well, what about, you know, uh, when they, you tell women what to do with their bodies? Well, that is a moral issue. I happen to be pro-life, and I believe that abortion is a sin. That's not telling women what to do with their body. That's expressing my opinion about whether or not it is right or it is wrong. Can you have a real democracy if you're taking away people's power of choice? If you're taking away people's power to choose, 
and not giving them any options. Well, if you consider it to be a, if you consider it to be a crime uh, that abortion is a sin, in my opinion, you're not taking people's right to choose. You're making a moral statement about what's right and what's wrong. So how does that apply to tra- President Trump then? Because you said that was a two-tier si- system that because um, I don't I, I don't so I don't believe I don't believe Donald Trump. You don't he, think he did anything? I don't think he did anything wrong. No, I don't. Have you ever heard <clears> the term a <throat> wake up call? No. It is an incident where a person of color forgets that they are of color and are reminded rather brutally by an unexpected act of racism. Oh, Have you brother. ever had any of those? Oh, brother. I'm just asking. I'm just, you think you've ever well, had Well, I'm acutely aware, Charlemagne, that I'm a black person, just as you are a black person. And when uh, Joe Biden insulted you by saying, mm-hmm. you ain't really black, we don't know whether or not you want to vote for me or vote for Donald Trump. Uh, it seems to me that should have been a wake-up call on your part. How dare this guy come in here and insult you, a black man, and tell you you got to think a certain kind of way? I'm amazed that you weren't mad about that. I'm not going to say I, it upset me, just like I'm not letting you upset me. You know what I mean? I don't tend to get upset over things like well, that. But what I did say Well, well you was, just not talk not about, about a wake-up call, and it seemed to me that that should have been a wake-up call on your part, to have a white guy come in here, who also said, by the way, about Mitt Romney, because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, going to put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden had lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in, in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't any didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. He did not. And he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seemed to me that should have been a wake-up call for you, but it wasn't, apparently. Yeah, I mean, you know, for the record, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I, I, I didn't think, say you were. I, yeah, I think both I don't know what you are. I, I never yeah. even asked you about your party affiliation. Yeah, I'm just saying, but you are black. And, and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say uh, think a certain kind of way, otherwise you, quote, ain't black, Wow. I, I mean, you're probably right, but I didn't take it in that way. As well, I, said, I did. As I said to him in that moment, you know, it's just about me wanting something for my people. And I want to know what is he going to do for my people. And not only for my people now, how are you going to atone for the things you've done to my people? Right. That's it. But why should black people rock with the GOP then? Like, what are the reasons? Economics? Uh, I had Tavis Smiley and Cornell West on my radio show once, Charlemagne. And I told Tavis and, and Cornell West that under Ronald Reagan, black adult unemployment fell faster than white adult unemployment. Mm-hmm. Black Hispanic unemployment fell faster than did white uh, unemployment. Black teenage unemployment fell faster than did white uh, teenage unemployment. Black businesses were created at a rate faster. Uh, their revenues grew at a rate faster. And they both told me that I was wrong and that they would have the data on my desk by Monday. That was 15 years ago. I know the mail is slow, but it seems to me they should have given it to me by now. Again, Donald Trump resided over the best economy ever for black people, lowest unemployment, and it seems to me the number one reason that most people vote is is because of the economy. We have had 40-year historic high in inflation. We've had gas prices that are now about 40% more than what they were uh, when uh, Joe Biden came into office, and we have about 7 million illegal aliens in our country, and the bulk of the suffering because of these illegal aliens will be borne by black people living in the inner city. So th- th- those, are, those are three reasons alone not, not to vote for the Democratic Party and to vote for the Republican Party. Well, I just just a simple question. Have the Republicans done anything uh, that you disagree with, just out of curiosity? They spend too much. Uh, I think taxes are still too high. There are a lot of Republicans that support things like minimum wages. And by the way, uh, Milton Friedman, one of my favorite economists, said the minimum wage is perhaps the most anti-black law in the statute books, close quote. At one time, a black teenager was more likely to have a job than a white teenager until the minimum wage came along and kicked it up and up and up. So there are policies that the Republican Party supports, like minimum wage. Some of them do that I don't like. Uh, also, also kinds of licensing, um, unnecessary licensing. I was at an Apple store a few years ago, and this black woman waited on me, and she was very sharp technically. I'm not very technically sharp, and I was very impressed. And I said, have you always been technically sharp? She goes, well, I'm not really. I, I, I'm just here because I want to earn enough money to get a license to cut hair. 
I said, black hair? She said, yes. I said, you don't, don't know how to cut the black hair already? I have black uh, barbers in my family. Everybody learned how to cut hair on their own. She said, well, in California, you have to have a license to open up a shop to cut hair. I said, how much does it cost? She said, $5,000. I said, you need to, to get a $5,000 license to learn how to do something you already know how to do? What is that? So a lot of the rules and regulations. Okay, fair. No matter how hard you work. Well, the system applies to both blacks and whites too, but fair enough. Those systems ought to be struck down. Uh, and uh, so there are lots of things Republicans do that I don't. Well, not just cutting hair. You know that. You know they have to to train how to to learn with diseases and to make sure your clippers are clean and make sure certain things that you have to follow certain protocols so that you can be a barber so that you can make sure that the community's safe when you're doing these protocols. Well, if if there weren't government protocols, there'd be other protocols. Oh, I do want to ask you, when did you when do you think systemic racism ended since you said it don't exist anymore? When did it end? Um, I can't come up with a specific time, but when Obama got elected, this is really important. He got elected with a little more than 52 percent of the vote. He walks into the Oval Office the third week of January. He had a 70 percent approval. Now, how can that be? How can 15 percent all of a sudden support this man? It wasn't because they wanted capital gains taxes raised, which Obama promised to do. It wasn't because of Obamacare, which Obama promised to do. It's because many Americans said at the very least he'll stop the nonsense that America remains systemically racist. And for eight years, in my humble opinion, he played race card after race card after race card. So when he entered the Oval Office, both blacks and whites thought race relations would get, would get better. When he left, both blacks and whites thought they got worse. Why? Because he did things like the Cambridge police acted stupidly when they didn't. If I had a son, he looked like Trayvon. When what happened to Trayvon had nothing to do with his race. He embraced Black Lives Matter. Uh, he invited Al Sharpton in the White House over 70 times. Uh, he said that racism is in America's DNA. He said all sorts of things so that when he left, both blacks and whites thought race, race relations got worse. Um, right, but, but sir, this is where the, and, and we can just agree to disagree because you're mixing race relations and voters, what voters decided to do, who might just be very good people that decided to elect a black man, confusing with institutional system racism. Um, and those are just two totally different things. And it's okay if we just agree to disagree. Um, I'm just talking about institutions versus relations or just two totally different things and that's just where we well, you know just disagree with that and that's okay well we didn't really get into mass incarceration but most people who are behind bars are behind bars because they committed a violent crime against somebody else and often the black people who are behind bars committed a violent crime against another black person uh, well when I'm talking about mass incarceration I'm not talking about violent crimes I'm talking about non-violent crimes particularly the war on drugs hey. well well in order for you to go 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 to jail you have to commit a crime if you walk down the street, my not name, always when you're black in America. Well, where are the class action lawsuits, Charlemagne? We have all these black lawyers. Um, many black people uh, have gone to law school. Where are the class action lawsuits uh, claiming that a bunch of people are behind bars uh, illegally, wrongfully? Where are they? So you think everybody that's behind? I didn't bars say that. Behind bars. I, I, I didn't say that. I, why don't you answer my question? Where are the class action lawsuits? Oh, well, you got to need money to do class. You action have. Lawsuits. You have. You've had a, a. You've had a black attorney general, Eric Holder. Uh, you had back to back black attorneys general, Eric Holder and then Loretta Lynch. Why didn't they release a whole bunch of uh, people who are illegally behind bars? Why didn't they do that? And, you had a black and, president. And I, criticize, and you had a black and, president. and I criticized them as well, went on mm -hmm. record, because actually, you're right. Uh, he lied and said that he was going to fix the crack cocaine disparity. So I went on record. You're right. So, sir, we I have no problem with criticizing black Democrats. We, we, we do that. Charlemagne does that all the time. It's just the imbalance of understanding that even black faces in high places, even including yours and Democrats, Republicans, just being fair across the board. That, that's all. Uh, tell them how they can support your campaign. LarryElder.com. I need $1 from 40,000 individuals, even if you want somebody else to talk about some of the issues that Charlemagne and I have been talking about for the last several several minutes. I can get them front and center. So, LarryElder.com, $1, 40,000 individuals. I will see you on August 23rd in Milwaukee. All right, this is Larry Elder. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Mm. Shout out to Larry Elder for, for joining us. I like a lively discussion. Mm-hmm. Very lively. Can't wait to read those comments later on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have Stitches here. Of course, Stitches. she's our guest co-host. Thank and you let's for get, having me, guys. No, thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Let's get right to the rumors. Yo! <laughs> this is the Rumor Report. Oh, your girl, Stitches. On The Breakfast Club. Blessed, black, Bless and highly black. favored. I guess you could say the best content. Could I do some for what we do back home? Let go. Once again, thank you, Taylor, for that intro. Can I take that home with me, guys? Yes, you can. I sure do appreciate it. Okay, it's pretty light today, but um, some good news. Big congratulations to Anneli Chopper. He welcomes his new son, Chosen One. So you get it? It's spelled C-H-O-Z-E-N-1 W-O-N-E. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So congrats to him. Niggas gotta be stopped, man. I like the meaning behind it and everything, but come on, we gotta think about it. So you heard about the meaning. You know the meaning? It's Chosen One, but the way he spelled it, C-H-O-Z-E-N-1. It's very catchy. Oh, I mean, it's people get, we get creative with names, man. man. People got to think about these things just a little bit. No, you my chosen bro. one. My name is R A A capital S H A U N. These ain't these, but these aren't dogs. You know no, what I'm saying? But what's like, wrong with chosen one? Chosen one. I would have rather him just spell it O N E. He's want to spell it the way he wants to spell it. It looks like something on a Chinese menu, man. Well, congratulations, Nelly Chopper. I can't, and I won't. Nelly Chopper. I won't. Congrats. It's a little uh, mama, mama and L.A. chapter. Mama yes, and L.A. Exactly. More uh, importantly, congratulations on your uh, the, on the woman having a healthy yeah. pregnancy. Yes, yes, absolutely. I don't know. There was a video, though, he showed of her throwing up and, like, it was not. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I... Throwing up is not the process. No, no it wasn't. It but wasn't. But as again, long as the baby's healthy and the mama's healthy. Amen. That's, that's the most good. important. And, and he's doing a lot in the community, too. I, I like the, the pivot and the change that he made investing back into youth and... And L.A. Chapel? Ch- yeah. He's a good kid. I like that. Good, good man. Good kid. Shout good out kid. to him. That is a good young man. Absolutely. Yes. Just question his baby naming skills, but that's, that's neither here nor there. No. All right. Well, let's talk music with Chris Brown. Okay, uh, Leonard. <laughs> Spelled L-E-N-A-R-D. What does Leonard mean? It's Leonard. Majestic. Just trying to be proper. Okay. It's Leonard. All right. My name means rebirth. I found that out. Renee, they like, you know, Mary Kate, but my real name like, I don't know. That's my mama down in Canada. All right. Let's talk about Chris Brown, though. Shares new album title. So Breezy fans will be excited about this. So in a caption, he posted, I see some of my diehard fans wanting me to add more songs for the new project. And I love y'all for that. But I just feel I need all to really miss me and take my art seriously. I'm just focused on giving y'all the best to digest. So his new album will be released November 11th. Mm. 11-11. So big up to Chris Breezy on that. Speaking of more albums, congrats to uh, Drizzy. You remember the album that we were all like, hmm? The dance music with, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Never yeah, mind. I'm Honestly, lying. never mind. That is officially certified platinum. Okay. Oh, the Drake dance album. Yeah. That was the time a lot of people were doing you know how get that sticky was on there, right? You know how sticky it gets. Yes, sticky. And and also, I think Jimmy Cooks was on that with Twenty One Savage. Yeah, that was the only hip hop record on there. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. but certified platinum it became. So it's pretty light today. But congratulations to Drizzy uh, Drake on that. Yep, salute to Drake. Yeah, that is our room report. And okay. I also just would like to say, yes, and talking about Emily Chopper real quick is that uh, you know a lot of times if you just dig deep, what you're looking. To call your child, there are names that mean that. Like there are 
Arabic names and African names that already mean, you know, chosen or chosen one. You really don't want that name. He just likes I'm the name. You don't want it. That's what he wanted to do. But a name like Mustafa, okay. that means chosen. Chosen one in Arabic. You know what I mean? And but, there's, there's African names that mean chosen one too. So I'm saying you don't have to actually name your child chosen, chosen one, one and then spell it W-O-N-E. That's how he likes it. Sure. I, I'm just giving people options. He doesn't want your option. He likes chosen one. It it's not cool. for him. It's for other people that may it want to do cool. this in the future. Like W-O-N-E, like chosen. He ca- has a capital Z and lowercase E-N and mm-hmm. W-O, you're not for it. Power, okay. Powerful African <laughs> names look cool too. And powerful Arabic cool. names look Okay, and so and so is chosen one. If chosen he wants one. to name his child basketball, he can name his child basketball. What? You can name the child that, Brooklyn. That, that you can name the child Brooklyn. I you can name the child Black Effect. You can name the child Black Effect. Whatever you, you like. I promise you. Somebody name their children basketball. <laughs> whoever votes to build a wall around niggas, I'm voting. Whoever runs basketball. and says they're gonna build a wall around niggas, I'm voting for. Them. Bro, I'm telling you. That people right name now. their child Hennessy. They do. Oh yeah. What's wrong with that? It's fine. If yeah. that, that's that's what they Well, yeah. Bacardi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Miami. Yep. Mm-hmm. Miami. Mm-hmm. I thought those were all nicknames, by the way. I didn't no, know some people got real. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm lying. Can... I don't really know yeah, nobody. Who, who, who want to build a wall around niggas? Who want to do that? So I can vote I for them. All right. Huh? That's a poll. The best names in black for black culture. What are the best top, African top and Arabic song? names? Top three. Go ahead. Top three names. I'm not mm-hmm. giving them up. Then I'll be giving up my children's names. <laughs> oh, you gonna have more? No. I'm so done. you can I'm give them up? Four. No, no, I'm <laughs> give them, give them out. Stingy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. That's I mean, it. Was a light day today, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. Who you giving a donkey to? Man, we need Taryn Manning. Salute to Taryn Manning from Orange is the New Black. She needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with her, and then I'd like to have a discussion about side chicks. Should side chicks get beat up? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we we could talk about that after after the chicks after the. the the donkey 800-585-1051 dive deep into that because mm-hmm. everybody always wants to blame one party when cheating or infidelity happens but I think it, it's it takes two. two two to tango it takes two to cheat guys but should the, it does but, should, should the, but the men black men don't too. cheat the, so. I didn't say black men I but, said take, it takes two to cheat I just threw a number out there okay. black men don't cheat All right. I'm glad you know that stitches we'll discuss <laughs> breakfast club good morning breakfast club your mornings will never be the same Blue Beetle, the newest addition to DC's Superverse, is an underdog story that follows Jaime Reyes, who becomes the first superhero in his family, whether he likes it or not. Blue Beetle is only in theaters this Friday. Get tickets now. You are a donkey. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Hey, before I do donkey today, I want to salute to my guy, uh, NLE Chopper, too, man. <laughs> he, he just hit me on the face. That time. was classic. Mm-hmm. Great, great young man. Yes. I like him. And remember, it's not too late to change the baby's <laughs> no, name. No, Chosen One is fine. Let him be great. Charlemagne told him that too. Charlemagne, it's not too late. <laughs> no, Chosen Mustafa. One is fine, man. Mustafa. No, Chosen, mean, chosen One. That means Chosen One in Arabic. No. Uh, donkey of the Day for Thursday, August 17th goes to actress Taryn Manning. Yeah, if you don't know who Taryn Manning is, she played Tiffany on Orange is the New Black. In fact, the reason I even got a Netflix account back in the day was because of Orange is the New Black, okay? Everybody and their mama was talking about how good this show was, and they were correct. And Taryn's character, uh, Tiffany, was the main antagonist of the first season. She played a meth head whose nickname was uh, Pensatucky. 
Yeah, Pensatucky. And if you've never seen Orange is the New Black, spoiler alert, she dies in season seven. Okay? Jesus. Overdose. It's been, it's been over four years. Come on, man. Since It's been over four years since the final season aired. If you're not caught up by now, you never will be, so whatever. But we are gathered here today at Hee Haw Missionary Baptist to give uh, Taryn the credit she deserves for being stupid. Now, Stitches is here from 103.5 to beat in Miami. She's our guest co-host for the day. Come Stitches, on. what do you think of side chicks? When I say side chicks, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you okay. know those giffies that say no. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yes. Got you. Like, okay. Yeah. No. Well, well, the reason I ask is because uh, you know my family, AJ from the We Talk Back podcast, drop on the clues box for AJ. She always says side chicks should get beat up because a man couldn't cheat if the woman didn't allow it. Meaning, if you know that man got a girlfriend or you know that man married, why are you choosing to mess around with him? It takes two to cheat, and the man is definitely making a poor choice, but he's sure. also making his choice based off the options he's presenting. A man can only do what he's allowed to do. And her logic is if women stuck together and decided, hey, we're not sleeping with other people's boyfriends, we're not sleeping with other people's right. husbands, then the option to cheat would be off the table. Deba debate that amongst yourselves. Or maybe we'll debate it after donkey. But one thing's Please. for sure, uh, two things for certain. Mm -hmm. Black men don't cheat. And men of other races shouldn't cheat either. And one thing I agree with AJ on is women shouldn't be accomplices in the act of adultery either. Because if you're a side chick, uh, that's what you are an accomplice in the act of adultery. And that is why Taryn Manning has been called to the front of the congregation because she recently got on social media and admitted to being an accomplice in an act of adultery. Look, look at this headline, okay? Let me read it to you, all right? It's on E! News. It says, Orange is the new blacks. Taryn Manning admits to affair with married man. Do you want to hear a confession? Let's listen. Oh, boy. The man that I've been messing with is a married man, and, and every night I was licking his butthole. Yep, because he liked it. And oh my god! I didn't mind doing it. Yeah, we drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat. Mm. <laughs> I was so in love, so I thought so I could buy this gentleman a boat, and I and I brought cash to put a down payment down. Like I really love him mm. and his wife because he's married. I can't stand her. Mm. I've been licking your man's butthole for weeks on end because he he likes it a lot Damn. and I do it to him and he comes Jesus. to me and it happens. Don't you ever threaten me when mm. your husband came to me to get his butthole licked. Mm. Don't you ever threaten me again, mm. Leanne, you dumbass. Don't say her name. Taren, man. She done said her name. <laughs> wow. Not only are women willing to be side chicks, the side chicks are out here licking buttholes and buying boats. Ask yourself if you've done either for your significant other. Okay, when it comes to analingus and buying boats. All right. Did I pronounce that right? I don't know. When it comes to analingus and buying boats, <laughs> oh either God. you can't do them or you're not willing to do them. Which is it? All right, Taryn, you should be ashamed of yourself. You out here being an accomplice to adultery. Your tongue should not be touching that woman's husband's butt. You out here being a bottom feeder and buying this woman's husband a boat. Why? So you can sail out with him and lick his balloon knot on the water? Huh? <laughs> You want to go out in the ocean and catch your own starfish? Or you want to keep licking on the starfish that belongs to another woman? You never thought about how starfishes look like buttholes until just now, right? You're welcome. All right, Taryn Manning, you're just doing too much. And my brothers, come on, man. Please. Salad tossing. Getting your salad tossed. You're not just supposed to be out here doing that with randoms. Okay, if butt stuff is indeed your thing, you should reserve that for who got the ring. I repeat, if butt stuff is indeed your thing, you should reserve that for who got the ring. No wedding ring, no anus ring. Taryn Manning, would you suck a wedding ring that wasn't yours? Hmm? 
Let's just say you a person who wears their wedding ring on a chain around their neck. Every now and then, I put my charm in my mouth like this. You don't never do that? You know why I do that? Because it's mine. Imagine this was my wedding ring, and I walked in, and some random person was sucking on my wedding ring. That's how you should treat the anal ring. Don't put your tongue on a person's anal ring if that person doesn't belong to you. Taryn Manning, go find your own husband and stop pinching and licking on another woman's loaf. And I'm going to tell you something else. It's bad enough you sleeping with another woman's husband, but you also out here snacking on bunkies and buying boats? <laughs> what kind of penis is this man giving you? You have absolutely Whoa. no reason to, doing both of, to be doing both of these things. Okay, Taryn, you got to pick a struggle. Personally, if I was the man, I wouldn't want either because I can't explain either to my wife. Where did this boat magically come from? You bought a boat and didn't tell me? I don't know how to reply to that. Okay, either one of those questions, you know, especially when the side chick is the one who made the purchase. Okay, and my God, how do you reply when your wife says, and you let her eat your Hershey Highway? Men, we so stupid, we probably reply, yeah, but she used the spoon. The moral of the story is cheating is wrong. Infidelity is wrong. Not judging because I've been open about my mistakes, but if you're not happy with the person you're with, then just end it. Agreed. All right? Cheating Agreed. is selfish, especially when you have a person that is loyal to you. It is absolutely trash to disrespect a person who is loyal to you by cheating on him or her. Now, I don't know this man Taryn Manning is talking about. I have no idea who she's talking about. I just want to tell him, sir, if you're listening, you can't have your cake and have your cake eaten too. And please give Taryn Manning the biggest hee-haw for eating it. What is this infatuation with licking the bum? Mm. Like, where, because where, where is this coming from? I, I got it. You got it? <laughs> don't, don't knock it till you've tried it. You've tried it? Yes, with my wife, absolutely. Well, you better okay. stop eating other uh, women's husbands. <laughs> you better stop putting your tongue on what? other women's husbands' butts. What is your problem? I said my bro? wife. Wait, wait, did, 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 that wasn't in the Did you not hear my wife? Wait, 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 that wasn't in real life, real love. I didn't see that part now. <laughs> I love you, so I'm going to leave that right there. I, I love you, so I'm going to leave that. I didn't see that part. He was open about some things, but he wasn't open about that part. Hey, man. Damn. Hey, that's mm. my mama listening this morning. Hey, peace to BET. <laughs> oh, Lord. BET. Genevieve, I'm so sorry, peace. Genevieve. Peace, BET. Peace. So now, sorry. can we open up the phone lines? What's, what what is, wait, what is a balloon knot? Oh, a balloon knot. What, what did you call it? When you go home later today, right? just mm-hmm. bend over, look in the mirror, and look back there, let Gia look, take a picture for you, and then you look at it, and then look at a balloon knot, and then you tell me if I was uh- correct. <laughs> That's all. Where do you you're get very, Yeah, you're very stuff. vivid. Like, you you had to take a picture of yourself and say, what does this look like? You were that a lot of time kid who had that imagination, were you I'm, not? I'm, a, I'm that adult that still has that okay. imagination. Yes, but you're right, Stitches. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh, where, do we, where do we go? Uh, where do we go from here? Should side chicks get beat up? Okay. Okay? Because it takes two. I say no to side chicks. Well, if you do that wait, to wait, the side wait, no, chick... No, no, we're going to okay. talk about what we do. You can't tell me what you just heard ain't worth a fate. 800... For the man too, then. 585-1051. Well? Suck my... Y'all ain't gonna never make it out the hood. Y'all ain't gonna die, bro. What? I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. Soldier your boy just be popping God, out. Of, you know what? Call us up right now. I don't know what the hell is going on. Stitches is here. We're talking butts. I don't know. Hey, your breakfast don't you put that get on beat me. Up. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you? I didn't put no butts on you. I didn't say nothing about butts with you. I just, you know what? Call us up. Since side chicks get beat up. That's it's right. the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Jesus Christ. The Welcome Breakfast up. Club. DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne just gave Donkey the day to a butt eater. Uh, bottom feeder. Uh, but more importantly, her name is Taryn Manning. She's an accomplice to adultery. Uh, she admitted that she was out here 
cheating with a married man and she was, you know, uh, performing angelingus, analingus on the man and uh, was about to buy the man a boat. So it made me think, should side chicks get beat up? Because my homegirl, AJ, from the We Talk Back podcast, she says that side chicks should get beat up. If you know you're sleeping with another man's husband or boyfriend, then you are an accomplice to adultery. And it takes two to cheat, so you're just as guilty as the man. So she feels like side chicks should get beat up. Now, should the man get beat up as well? well, well not, that's not the question. Well, Stitches, what do you think? Should well, side chicks get beat up? This is Stitches, uh, co-hosting today, 103.5 The Beat. Um, I'm going to say uh, yes, mm-hmm. because like we said, it takes two to tango. Don't know why I'm talking like this, but it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go after the side, I prefer no violence. You know, okay. I got to say that because I work with kids. But if we're going to go after the side chick, mm-hmm. If it takes two to tango, then you got to go but for the other tango. There's, there's variables, though, right? Because sometimes there's side three. chicks, like like lady just hit me on things. She said she was a side chick. She ain't know she was a side chick. What happened if a side chick don't know she a side chick? Well, I specifically said that AJ said that the side chick should get beat up if you know oh, okay. you sleeping with another man's husband. You wasn't clear. Or boyfriend. I okay. was clear. You wasn't listening. You're right. I wasn't listening. Well, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want nobody to. I, I'm going to go with what I'm going to default to what you said. Okay. If you're not happy with somebody, just let them go. Mm-hmm. Just leave them. But also, you're Haitian. But right? <laughs> what that mean? What that mean? Where you going, Emmett? Where you going, Sean, that- man? Because we done resolved this yesterday, but it looked like you're hashing back you, old you things. You say you don't like violence, but have you ever buried a chicken bone Uh-oh. on behalf Sir, somebody? Have you ever have you ever have you ever have you ever written somebody's name no, on a chicken shit. bone? We don't do that. Everybody doesn't do that. Okay. okay that's and you're from say. the South, so you know some folks. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just Haitian people that do that. And all of us do not do that. Okay. So no, I did not. All right. I just let people go. If I don't want to be with you no more, I'm not going to Water in a sir, bottle and sir, put a name in it and froze Mr. it. Mr. Leonard, what, what do you know about that? Like, Mr. That, that Leonard, sounds personal. Leonard, hey, I'm all for black magic, baby. Mr. Your pardon? I'm all for black magic. I'm not. I'm for with it. it. All right. Well, let's let's open up the phone line. Should side <laughs> chicks get beat up? This me and you shut up. I, I Please. This for the ladies. Yo, okay, me and you shut up. Yeah. Okay, and should, you know, we and shut should up. the guys get beat up as well? Me and Charlotte, Charlemagne and myself shut up. Just okay. shut up forever. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, what's your name? B. Hey, D. Where you, call, where you calling from, D? Detroit. Oh, oh Lord. He's definitely beating up a side what chick. What up, though? Now, should a side chick get beat up? <laughs> the only time a side chick should be beaten up is if she know the wife or the girlfriend. Oh. If, the, uh, if they don't know each other, then have nine times out of ten, they probably don't even know they the side chick. Then the dude should be getting beat up because he's the one who owed a girl loyalty. Well... What if she knows she don't know you personally, but she knows that you that he is married? Or, or the situation, yeah. Now, if he's married, then hey, that's that's the chance she was willing to take. But if uh, if it's just a boyfriend girlfriend situation, no. Well, D, I got a question. If it was your sister, like you said, family, hopefully not. But if it was your sister, would you risk the relate? Well, would you risk the relationship with your sister or try to mend it? Would I you want to beat up your sister? Like <laughs> I would not do nothing like that. Well, and right. my sister wouldn't do nothing like that. But if my sister did something like that to mm. me, like eventually I'll probably make up with her because I mean time heals all wounds. But if it's just some random associate or so called friend, then F that be. Okay, thank well, you. She says too, both of them, the guy and the girl. Lola. What up, no? What up? Another Detroit. Detroit, Detroit on the heavy. You talking about side chicks? Detroit calling crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, do side chicks get beat up? You think side chicks should get beat up? 
No, I don't think that chicks could beat up. Now, probably back in my twenties, I would agree with that 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 way of thinking. But as a forty-five year old woman, no, because side chicks don't designate themselves. Your man had to designate this woman as a side chick. So see his ass. I, yeah, no, we're she, not going to fight the women. She's an we're coming for the men. I, I do want to. Yeah, ask we're coming for. I want to ask you this question: uh-huh. If you found out that the side chick was uh, eating your man Bunky. Well, no, because I'm not doing it. So, yeah, go ahead, sis. Go off, sis. <laughs> go off, sis. Not the No, uh-uh. And I've been on both sides. I've been the woman and I've been the side chick. But a lot of times, side chicks don't even initially know that they're side chicks. So, no, we going after the men. Hold on. So, did from you? From here on out. Honest question. Did you know that you were the side chick in that situation? Tell the truth. No, not initially. I did not. No, not initially. But once I found out, I didn't mind. Damn. Okay. She, you see that? She ain't mine after she what, found wait. out. Wait, oh, I missed that part. No, she said she ain't mine. Yeah. So you didn't leave him? You but stayed I, it was a long time ago. I was much younger. Okay. All right. Thanks for your honesty. That's crazy that she don't mind uh, her man getting his bunkie eating, so. Yeah, she said she ain't going to do She's it. not going to do it. So that ain't cheating then. Hello, who's this? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> good morning, family. My name's Chica. Hey, Chica. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. You, you think the side chick should get beat up? She sounds like she just got beat up. <laughs> she got caught <laughs> in that man house again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, she needs an ass whoop, but so does the man too. It's so not. It's a two way. So it's, it's not one uh, one way thing. It's a two way over here. So you whipping both of them? Absolutely, man. First, sometimes the woman doesn't know. These days, men don't disclose that they're married. But what if the woman knows? This, in knows? this case, in this, yeah, in this case, we're saying the woman knows. Yes. Oh no! Ass whoop, whoop, whoop. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel if you found out your man was getting his uh, salad tossed by another woman? Oh, she... oh my God! This is crazy. Oh, I'm just saying. I can't imagine. Please, I don't know. I can't answer that question. Damn. All right. But, but she she do you, doesn't want to think about. But it. do you do it for your man? Because maybe if you you don't do it, so he get it somewhere else. No. Listen, this is American. Something is very different. Sister, I apologize for on their behalf for because that's an American thing. Nigerians don't do that. I know. Well, my Caribbean people. Well, she's okay. not gonna do it. This is an American thing. She's not gonna do it. 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 We don't do that. Caribbean. Not gonna do it. All right. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Charlamagne came up with this question. Should side chicks get beat up? I think it's a great question because if you know you're sleeping with another man's husband or boyfriend, then you're an accomplice to adultery. And my homegirl, uh, AJ, salute to AJ843 all day. We talk back podcast. She says she feel like side chicks should get beat up because it takes two to cheat. So you're just as guilty as the man. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss this. The Breakfast Club. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well... 
We had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne gave Donkey today to a salad tosser. Yes, a bottom feeder, uh, Taryn Manning. But, you know, that's not the reason she's getting Donkey today. The reason is because the salad she was tossing was another woman's husband. Correct. And, you know, she's bragging about the fact that she was, you know, uh, driving down this man's Hershey Highway with her tongue. She how? was upset with the woman, too. With the wife. Woman. She was upset yeah. with the wife. But yeah. how good does that butt taste when she wants to buy him a boat, too? Oh, man. Something, man. She, she, she eating Boonky and buying boats, you I know? I think Booms taste good, though. I, I, I don't... Have you tried it? No. All right, then don't knock it. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Zay from Myrtle Beach. 843, what's happening? <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. What's up, Mac and Holly favorite, sir? We're asking, should a uh, side chick get beat up, bro? Yeah, you should, we we definitely got to put hands and feet on side No, 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 no. Not, not you. Not, not you. Not, not we. you, fool. Not we. Oh, not okay. me. Okay, my The main. The main. You shouldn't, be calling. Main, you, you shouldn't be calling right now. This, this is something you should sit out, bro. This is for the ladies, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> like, But I want to know his thought process. I was just, like, 
I mean, they get the best of both worlds, so obviously they need to beat in every now and then. What's the best of both worlds? They ain't got to worry about the man, like, worried about them 24-7. How old are you, man? They can do what they want. I'm 24. You're 24 years old. He's so young. Would you ever let a side chick eat your bunkie? No, I don't know about that. No, I ain't. I ain't <laughs> with, nah, nah. If a side chick says she, uh, not a, not a boat, not a boat. Like I'm sure you like what the challenger or charger. <laughs> he, he say he don't yeah. want. It. All right, so let's say the side chick was gonna buy you a charger or a challenger, Hellcat, and eat the bunkie. Man, that is so stupid. He don't want Man. it. Come on now, she gonna eat. She gonna toss your salad you and give you a Hellcat. Now. Now. Hell he Hellcat, you in Myrtle Beach now? That's going right. down the strip. Hellcat. If you don't want to, <laughs> you don't have <laughs> to. Okay, sir, you don't have to. If you don't want to. Forcing it on this young man. He don't want it. He'll take that Hellcat. He don't want it. It just seems so zesty to me. Hey. The, the Hellcat, like though. The Hellcat, though. The Hellcat, though. Sir, if you don't want to, it's all right. It's okay if you that don't want to. toss going to last about three, four minutes, have, then you got a Hellcat for life. It's mad you coming down Carolinas with that Hellcat. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to need at least, it's going to have to be at least $100,000 car to get violated like that. They're going to give you the Hellcat with the special package. With the special package. Yeah. The Scat Cat. <laughs> They actually let the statue eat my booty. My wife right here. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to your wife, yeah, man. Put her on the phone. What's Let me talk to your wife. Just say hey. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, queen? Good. How are you? Now, your husband called up here this morning, and he asked us. He said, hey, man, should I let this girl uh, toss my salad because she wants to buy me a Hellcat? So he get the Hellcat and, yeah. the, and, the, and the booty eating. What do you think he should do? No. That's nasty. No, thank you. <laughs> he, he said you don't eat the booty. He's not going for it. <laughs> not, not even for clearly. the Hellcat? Clearly. For the Hellcat day? <laughs> no, y'all know. <laughs> the Hellcat. Well, you find the right bitch and she can give me one, too. Oh, uh, she said if she can get it, too. Oh, okay. All right. All right, so we find a girl to toss both of y'all salad and buy oh, y'all my. matching Hellcat. There you go. They're going to get an argument after this. They're going to get an argument. Hello, who's this? It's Hellcat hard for a man. Y'all know hard for a man. Hellcat, baby. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Camry. Hey, Camry. You think a side chick should get beat up, Camry? Um. Yeah, yeah and no. I'm going to tell you why I say yes, because I'm going to piggyback off what Basically, I feel like women should have more respect for a relationship in general. And, you know, um, if women stuck together, like you said, and was like, hey, he's taken, he's got a family at home, I'm cool on him, I don't want to mess with him, this situation would probably not be happening as often as it does. But then at the same time, I feel like no, because for the woman who's getting cheated on, sake, it's like you're lowering your self-worth to even put that energy into another woman like that. I feel like if your man is going to cheat, um, you should just let him go and do what he's got to do. Like, don't even waste your energy on somebody like that. Sis, um, sis can I and ask then you? it's funny you said uh, black men don't cheat because that is not true. But what would you guys say? Sis, let me ask you. Do you feel like a lot of it is is the weight is always put on the women and we don't put any accountability on the man? I feel like a lot of times we always say, well, women, they do this. They got to do this. And I agree. We we should. We should not. But it's you just in here telling lies. I feel morning. like there's no accountability. Help me out, sis. I need man. some type of witness. There's no, no accountability. Yeah, that's true. I saw a post that said, why is it always the person who got wrong that is always pressured to be the bigger person? 
And I felt that because it was like, dang, I why I got to be the bigger person and I'm the one who got wrong. You know what I'm saying? I yep. kind of want to, I don't want a Michelle Obama. I don't want to go high with you, well, low. I want to go low with you because why Why do I have to be the bigger person all the time? Like, well, that side you know, chick went low from the I, back. She, well, I don't mind. No, for real though. But it's just like that energy is not worth it at the end of the day because you're going to fight her and then he's you're going to take him back or whatever and he's going to go do it again with somebody else. So at the end of the day, it's just best to just cut it off. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your time. There you go. Don't, you know, you might be, you, you're too beautiful to be fighting with any woman over any man when it's a thousand millions of them out here. You right, they but that's not PSA. entertaining. That's the PSA right Thank there, you, sis. Thank you. She's absolutely right, but that's not entertaining. Would you get your butt licked for a Hellcat? No. <laughs> that's what we talking about. That's what about. you should ask that's the fellas. That's what we But taking the, taking the highway will usually, will get you further. I agree with her. I, I agree with her. Don't waste your, your time or your energy on somebody you who's take not. take that highway, that new Hellcat, you're going to get a lot further. That might be the Freaky Friday gonna, question tomorrow. What's that? Would you get your butt licked for a Hellcat? No. <laughs> What's the moral of the story? What is? Would How about look, do right? Would you look I at crack for a Hellcat? The moral <laughs> of the story <laughs> is, this is the moral of the story, <laughs> guys. Ass crack for if, a Hellcat. No. If you, don't, for- <laughs> if you don't want to be with somebody, let them go. That's right. Period. Let them go. Most people ain't turning down the boat. And, and if it's a marriage. And they definitely not turning down the Hellcat. I will say I am for marriages and covenants. I mm-hmm. love them kind of things. So I, I say try to work it out and, mm-hmm. and try to see if you can make it work. But if you don't want to, if your boyfriend and girlfriend things, you know, and you're not willing to work it out, don't Stitch, waste somebody's time. Stitches, I agree with you. Yes. And, you know, black men don't cheat. And but, black women are faithful. Yeah, that's true. But that's very true. But there is another option, right? The What's other that? option is sometimes these men aren't cheating you know because they're dissatisfied with what's going on at home they're cheating because they're getting off with boats and hellcats and, <laughs> See, think, and there think, goes the accountability do you have to take the boat do you have to take the hellcat why can't you just take the vehicle that you have in your parking lot do you have to that sounds like being greedy that sounds saying. like being greedy. I'm just saying, I'm just Can saying. you not just drive what you got in your driveway? Do you have to take the car that was offered to you? It may not be good for you. It might make you sick. It might make you <laughs> sick and your partner sick. Do you have to really take everything that's offered to you? Can you not just say no? Thank you. Yeah, right. the Hellcat is, man. I, 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 you I, I, you're right, no. though. You're right, though. You are no, right. Thank you. Can you're we right. try that together? No, thank Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Everything right. ain't good for you. You did hear about that that one gentleman we were talking about last week that ate the person's booty. And what got, happened to him? He got a little sick. Okay. E. Cola. <laughs> no, thank you. We got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? <laughs> That's my head up. What are we talking about, Evie? We are talking about uh, Jay-Z doing something good in the community, how he's raising funds uh, for libraries. A lot of good news today. And um, some more on the way. So All stay right. tuned. All right. Well, let's get into it right now. This is the rumor report. For your girl, On the Breakfast Club. Bless black and highly favored. I guess you could say the best content. Can I do some for what we do back home? All right, so this is pretty interesting, guys. It looks like there's a major spike in New York City uh, library visitors. 
And a lot of the credit can go to uh, Jay-Z. So Book the, of Hove. Yes, exactly. The Brooklyn Public Library and Rock Nation released 13 limited um, edition of library cards inspired by Jay-Z and his album. So each card shows the artwork and his solo album. So get this, nearly 14,000 people have already registered for their free library cards. So that's dope. That's really dope. And, yeah. and shout out to um, Hove and the whole team who put that together. So, you know, being really passionate about literacy, I'm, I'm hoping people take those cards and actually go read a book or something. Library cards are free and libraries are amazing, but you know, we also growing up, we had the incentive of uh, the Book It program. My mom was an English teacher, so, oh, so okay. we had the, we had the Book It program, and, you know, you read four books. And you get a pizza! Get a pizza. Yes! So I used to stay in the library just looking for things to read. To get that pizza. I wanted to get a pizza every too. week. That's how I started reading Mad Judy Bloom and Beverly Clearly, and then that turned into me reading books about UFOs and all types of other stuff. So. I love that. I think we gotta bring, do they still do that? The Boogie program? Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, There's some type of incentive. It, it feels like it exists, but I don't I don't know if it... I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I think we got to sidebar and talk about that and bring that. Yeah, something I'm with you. have to do something. There's yeah, something. Some PlayStation? People still hungry. Don't get you it right. twisted. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you a full meal. <laughs> but shout out to them for doing that. Mm -hmm. And whoever has their library card, please go out and use it mm -hmm. and read a book or mm -hmm. something. And I love this story. Paramount Global drops plan to sell majority stake in BET. So... If you know about this, um, I'll explain it to you. Don't worry about it. Paramount Global um, no longer will be um, putting up BET and BET Media Group. Rather, according to the Wall Street Journal, the company announced Wednesday that it will end the bidding uh, process for the unit, which includes VH1 and BET Studios, streamer BET Plus and the BET channel. So people familiar with the matter uh, told Wall Street, Wall Street Journal as a sale uh, wouldn't result in a meaningful divulge deliver del oh lord I can't say that word y'all what's, the what's, word? what's the is definitely don't ask y'all to me del, del oh my gosh I am educated I promise you I graduated this one right here Deleveraging. 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 I went to school and yeah. I'm educated. I promise. Deleveraging. And and I wrote a book. All right. Nevertheless, deleveraging mm -hmm. of its balance sheet. So nonetheless, it will not be going up for sale. So I'm happy about that. I wonder trip. what changed their mind because it was so many people that wanted it. Diddy allegedly put in the offer. We know Tyler Perry allegedly put in the offer. They probably couldn't get what they wanted. They Maybe. Probably, they probably asked for a certain number and the people that were... Attempting to purchase it weren't getting getting close to that number. That's mm -hmm. probably what it was. I was looking forward to BT uh, being black owned again. Exactly. I, I was looking forward to Tyler Perry. I thought that would have been great. Buying yeah. BT, you know. So let's see what happens after that. But I just want whoever's in charge at BT to promote the Breakfast Club. That's all. <laughs> we need to promote us more on the network. That's all. Whoever's whoever's in charge of BT I think should promote. You think they're hearing this? I think so. Why do you think that? Uh, I'm sure. Oh, you I got think. a FaceTime from Nelly Chopper. I, I'm sure they're. I just want them to promote the Breakfast Club more on BET. That's what I would like. I agree. Yeah. Why not? But you don't have to be. It don't, don't have to be ownership to do that. It can be management. Because we're we're the only live show on BET, correct? Yeah, I would like to see. I mean, I watch. You know, it's a great a show. Lot, a lot so more. why not? Push it. Before, but I do watch a lot more now. I've always enjoyed, you know, Tyler Perry program and the Sisters because I think Sisters is the most hilarious comedy on television, even though it's not a comedy. But. Oh, that's the one when the, when the dude gets punched, he spins around three times and falls on the floor? Yes. And oh, I, I love and it. And I watched them this weekend because they had a, a black movie marathon mm -hmm. on. 
And BET heard they have, so they they give opportunity for uh, the women to make movies as well. So let's talk about Pusher T. Oh, just one more thing. The moral of the story is I watch it a lot, and I didn't see a lot of BET uh, Breakfast Club promos. That's why I said that. Mm. Okay. Let's let's talk Pusher T when we come back. Pusher T when we come back. And the word is deleveraging. I got it. Don't comment, y'all. Don't don't come for me. All right. Deleveraging. When we come back, we got the People's (laughs) Choice mix. We got more, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And everybody is DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host Stitches still here. Stitches. Stitches had a story we were about to get into and we ran out of time that Mm. she wanted to jump into. Yeah, so Pusha T on why other artists keep dissing him. So he discussed his various feuds throughout his career with GQ, with GQ rather, uh, during a new interview. So Pusha T says that artists who have dissed him over the years have done so out of desperation. So you have to take a look at who's the talker. This is Pusha T saying. So he said while discussing the recent shots fired his way, when you look at who's the talker, and you look at what they've done and who they are and what they offer to you, it's funny. This is what he said. And I think we have some some audio for it. Can you sing along the five Pusha T records right now? His records. Yes. Name I love Pusha. Nostalgia. Oh, he was a Pusha T fan. He's like, know, you know. One, I didn't know he had fans like no. that. Can you name five Pusha T records? Dreaming no, his records. See, but... No, can you no? But can see, you rap to five push? I'm, I, can I, I can't rap five. No, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say that because I don't want to get it because they're like your gym way way well on them. Shout out to Pusha T. I love your soul, my dog. You did. You're not in my top fifty. You might be in Charlemagne's top fifty and things like Pusha that. But top 50. you haven't done that much for me in my life. Like I didn't never want to beat like Pusha. I didn't. I never had a Pusha moment in my life. So yes, yeah, so Jim Jones, after the Dipset rapper, uh, he criticized his impact on hip hop. A lot of people uh, were talking about that, but. Again, um, Pusher T says that um, artists are dissing him because of their, um, I guess, desperation. What I what I see happening is that uh, you know we all know that there's rumors of this clips album coming, right? Right. I don't. Everybody looking at Pusher. I don't think it's gonna be Pusher that returns fire at Jim. I think it's gonna be Malice. I think it's gonna be both of them. No, I think it's gonna be Malice because Malice. If you listen to the Jim Jones, you know this the Pusher. He really went hard on Malice. He did. He did. You know and I'm they respond. You know him and Pusha T and Malice. They premiered an unreleased collaboration yeah, yeah, yeah. in response to yeah, to I, Jim Jones. I think. I think a majority of the bars, if any, are gonna come from Malice. Malice. That's mm-hmm. what I think. I think. I think they're gonna come from both, especially knowing Pusha and, and knowing how Pusha thinks. I. I. You know, he's well planned, thought out individual. It's going to take. They're not gonna jump Jim Jones. They're going to jump everybody. I believe no, I... Anybody gonna, that threw a shot at them, they're going to I'm going to second that. I think it's... Nobody's throwing shots at them. But Drake I don't think anybody's safe. shot at them on, no. on the thing yeah, with Travis Scott. Pusha did that already. How you going to do that? Like Drake, like that. Pusha did that already. He going to throw shots Pusha won the Pusha won his rounds with Drake already. Nobody's safe, I don't think. I don't think anybody's going to be safe. So, anticipating to hear that, more music from both of them. I can't wait to hear the Clips album. Yeah. If they are doing one, if one's coming out, I can't wait to hear it. Why is one coming? 757, what up? All right. And something else I want to mention this. Shout out to all the national, um, shout out to all the nonprofits out there. Today is National Nonprofit Day. Okay. I met someone when we were out about in New York. I met someone. Um, they, they have a step ahead chess tournament this Sunday. And this is happening at Bryant Park. So as young as five are, you know, our little Playing kids, chess. black and brown okay. kids and, and some, you know. All types of kids are going to be there. But as young as five years old, they're going to be uh, playing chess and people flying in from all over the place. So shout out to all the nonprofits, Handy Inc., Back Home, Scholarship Money for, pl- for Students, Girls Made Beats, A Different Shade of Love, B- PK for PM, all the non-profits. I appreciate you. If I forgot you, I love you for free. All right. All right. Well, 
When we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Now, we appreciate you for joining us, Stitches. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Applaud, applaud, applaud. It was a pleasure being here with you guys, and, and thank you all for what you do. I know I, I mentioned it before, but you both of you never really know what somebody's going through um, mm-hmm. on a day and, mm-hmm. the, and the things that you may pour into somebody or just saying something positive could really shift somebody's day for the better. So it happened to me. Well, thank oh, you. I thank, thank you, you guys. Appreciate you, Stitches. Thank you, thank you. And y'all make sure y'all check Stitches out on 103.5 The Beat. Yay! That's right. Miami. Don't get it twisted. Stitches is a radio personality, okay? That's right. She's cut from you. that radio cloth. Appreciate right. that. You know? And you got a positive note, Shala? I do. I want to tell people first, though, uh, make sure you go out there and pre-order my guy Doug Melville's book, man. Doug Melville has a book coming out called Invisible Generals. And it's the amazing true story of America's first black generals, Benjamin O. Davis Sr. and Jr., a father and son who helped integrate the American military and create the famous Tuskegee Airmen. It'll be out November 7th, but you can pre-order now. And that is uh, the next release of my book imprint, um, Black Privilege Publishing with Shaman and Schuster. So uh, make sure you go get Doug Melville's book. Now, the positive note is simply this. Removing yourself from things that repeatedly trigger your mental health and hurts your heart is top tier self-care. I repeat, removing yourself from things that repeatedly trigger your mental health and hurts your heart is top tier self-care. Have a blessed day. Can we close out with this? Don't be mad at me. Can I mention Go this? Okay. I got to mention this. Queen Queen's Kings, that's our movie premiere is coming out August 26th. Shout out to Lunarversal. But well, we always close this. God bless, stay beautiful and love you for what do you get? If you don't pay for it, then it's for free. free. Love there you, you for <laughs> free. We're not doing it together. I love love you. you for free. free. Yes. <laughs> I love y'all for free. Shout out to Thea too. Thank you so much. Peace, coach. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... 
Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. 